Blog Talk Radio. Blessings, blessings, and a gracious good afternoon, good evening, good morning, good whatever it is at this point in time that you're hearing our voice. We thank and praise God for another opportunity, another chance to join in the airwaves with you with the It's Real Radio Talk Show. I am your host, Elder Coilette James, and I am joined by the ever fabulous, gorgeous, effervescent co-host Miss Tanya Roberts. How are you today, my dear? Oh, it says I thank God for another day feeling the sort of kind of way going through all that we're going through in the shut-in and feeling strong, feeling weak, feeling secure, feeling insecure. You know, those emotions that sometimes take over us. So I'm awesome. Thanks, beautiful. How are you? Oh, man, I am excellent. I couldn't be better, seriously. I thank and praise God for his grace and his goodness for just allowing another day. You know, I have come to the point in time in my life where I don't think any day should be taken for granted. Nothing we have in life should be taken for granted. And when we learn to appreciate even the little things, it helps us to cope when the big things blow up in our face. So I'm I'm thankful. I am thankful. I'm decreeing it. I'm declaring it. And I'm standing on it. And that's my story. And I'm sticking to it. (laughs) Awesome. Amen. Um, so today, you know, um, I asked you what was on your heart, and um, you talked about having empty feelings in the midst of this pandemic, and, and I think that that is definitely an absolutely important um, topic to address, because as you said in your greetings, that, you know, you're going through various different emotions in the midst of this pandemic, and and I know for a fact that you are not alone, that there are many that actually are are really struggling emotionally in the midst of everything that's going on around us. So um, I'm going to open the floor up to you, but I just kind of wanted to do just a, a, a little... I don't know, um, dissertation on on the the subject of feeling empty. And 
appreciating that there are so many people that go through mental challenges, they go through emotional challenges, they go through physically challenge, physical challenges, and it affects their state of being. It affects their state of mind. It affects um, their surroundings. It affects how they deal with those that they encounter. But I just want to just just a shameless P. Um, S.A. for the spirit of the living God, okay, because when we allow ourselves to focus in on him, even though things are crashing all around us, we have a commitment from him, a guarantee from him that in the midst of our upheavals, in the midst of our ups and downs, in the midst of our mood swings, in the midst of our joys and our sorrows of life, he has promised to be there for us. He did not say we wouldn't go through. He, in fact, said the opposite. In this world, we shall have trials and tribulations. He specifically told us that we would not be immune to the things that are going around us, but he gave us a promise, and that promise is, is that he would be with us until the ends of the earth. And so I think that it's really, really important that even in dealing with this subject, that we never, ever lose sight of no matter how low you're feeling, no matter what you're going through, no matter how I isolated you feel, no matter how your heart has been broken, no matter what losses you have sustained, you have to know that you know that you know that you have a loving father that is there with open arms at all times, who has promised to comfort you, who has promised to lead God and to direct you, who has promised to cover you. And so I just want to put it out there, even in the midst of this discussion, that he loves you. He's there for you. Please do not shut your heart and your mind off to him because of what you are feeling or experiencing. Do not shut him out. This is the time that you must, you must run into his arms and ask him, Ask him for the strength and the guidance that you need to get through whatever it is you're going through. So that's my plug for just the power of God in our lives. And at this point, I'm going to turn this discussion over to you. You know what, sis? Thank you for that, what you just said. Because it's like watching a movie when they show you a skit of what you think is going to happen but you don't quite know it yet. They show you the beginning, and then they start showing the movie from the ending to the beginning. And that was perfect how you put that in. When when you asked me about the show, it's because what I had been feeling for the last couple of days, chest pains and um, fighting a spiritual battle of feeling empty, knowing that I'm grateful for where I am in my life. Thank you for a job. Thank you for having a home through the uh, heat and the winds and the rains, protection. Thank you for transportation just to get to work. All these things. Thank you, Father. My kids are not in the hospital or in the graveyard. You know, I thank God for all that, but yet I felt a spirit of emptiness. So I start looking it up, sis, because I want you to hold what you're saying, and I want everyone to hold on to what my sister said in the beginning. We're just having a discussion because I believe it is very deep of what's going on during this time of 
what we call the covert, the shut-in, the emptiness, the silence, the um, <clears throat> no communication sometimes, and how we feel of the change that I truly believe that's happening to a lot of us during this time, not for the bad, but for the good. But during that period of walking through the wilderness, through the storm, through the rain, it's a period of emptiness. So I feel like it's something that needs to be discussed. So, I, you know, I looked up emptiness, of course, we know in the dictionary, and it says the vast emptiness of space, and then it went on to say the quality of lacking meaning or um, serenity, meaningless, the, the realize, to realize the emptiness of your state, you know, just different things like that. And then I heard what you're saying, a sad feeling of having no emotion or purpose. And then, then it went on to say, I was left with a horrible feeling of emptiness, not showing or feeling emotions, period. You know, sometimes when you're the one that God uses on your job to be that beacon light, to stand up and feel positive no matter how negative it is or to be that one that you barely hear from anybody, but they'll call you because they need to be uplifted and they need to be to feel insured. And God gives you what you need inside of you to help others. But when it's all over, how do you feel? And who do you feel you can call or depend on or talk to during those times of feeling like nothing is going on, even though you know God is working it out. But still, how do I feel like this? Well, I'm going to say something. God will fill you up in your time of emptiness. I mm-hmm. sit sometimes and I look around my life, sis, and I go, there's no reason to be ungrateful. I'm not. This has nothing to do with being ungrateful. This has nothing to do with not trusting God to an extent. This has nothing to do with any of it. Just trying to understand. Just trying to cope. I'm not out of work. There's some who are. I thank Mm -hmm. God my children are well, but some have lost their children. I thank God... I still have my mother right now. Some don't have any of their mother, father, all my father my and people have passed on. Some don't have any of that. And I love what you're saying. He is your present help in this time of need. I thank God for emptiness says right now because it lets me know more and more how much I need him. I love the fact that I can... I can't sleep sometimes, and I need to get up and talk to him. I love the fact that sometimes I I can go to the living room and I just fall on my knees because I need him. I love the fact that it brings tears to my eyes and my soul wells up when I think about the goodness of all he's done for me. And my soul cries out, hallelujah. When you're in a state of emptiness, you're really full because that means that you have not overbeared yourself spiritually to believe that you're there. Sometimes it happens like that. 
it is good to fight that battle. You can be fighting for a while, you guys. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling fine. I thank God. All this, and all of a sudden, it's like a crash. Mm-hmm. It's like a crash. You look around, and you're like, okay, I've been trusting you, Lord, for a while for this healing of the one that I love, but nothing's happening yet. Okay, I'm, I've been trusting you for a breakthrough, Lord, but nothing's happening yet. Okay, I've been waiting for this position on my job, but nothing's happened yet. Okay, I've been trusting you for a miracle, but nothing's happened yet. But does it mean that God is still not in the midst? No. I just want everybody to know that sometimes you can't always have the right answers. You don't always know what to say. You don't always know what to do. But what you said says in the interim it was meant to say that God is, even in the midst of it all. Mm-hmm. Sometimes walking through it is not it's not easy. It's easier to talk through it. But when you're walking through it, it's not easy. When it's what the doctor says and no matter what he says you're holding on to faith trusting God for the healing, but you still don't see it yet. Hmm. Trusting God for that child stop going that way, but they're still there. And even in this time, it's weird, sis, because I didn't really go a lot of places before you guys. No more places than I really go now, park or walk in a park or something like that. But this time in the spiritual realm, it's different. Things are different. You can see people's spirits and what's and feel their spirits of what's really going on in the atmosphere. And it's sad. So it's like I wish you guys would just touch and comment and and really say how you feel during these times. It's okay sometimes not to feel balanced. It's okay, again, not to know. I had to cry out to the Lord today and say, I don't have a clue. I don't even know what to say. I don't even know what to do. I don't even know how to begin this. I thought I knew, but I don't. And if you don't work it out, who can? So even in your time of emptiness, brokenness, Sadness, however you want to call it, this is the best place to be sometimes because that's right there where you can just literally find a quiet spot and cry to the Lord and tell your Abba Father, Heavenly Father, all about it because I believe that he does care. And I believe no matter what, he wants to listen and he wants to fill you up. Amen. I want to hear you again, sis. I've kind of ran out of words, so forgive me. You know, like I said, it, it's um, it's a it's a fun, a time unlike anything I think any of us have ever experienced before. 
um, in so many different levels, on so many different levels. It, it is just, you know, it's like the evilness of people is running rampant. <laughs> um, you know, you, you've got a country with a lack of leadership currently. There is just so much going on. And in the midst of everything that's going on, there can't help but be that feeling of trouble, um, sometimes that feeling of helplessness, you know, um, especially when you know your loved ones are going through and you really, you don't know what to do for them. You know, um, I, 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 and within my immediate family, I have people that, that suffer from depression and different things. And, you know, because I'm kind of hewn out of a different rock, um, I handle things in a different way. I don't always know what to say. You know, I don't always know what to do. Um, but I do know who I can go to. I know that I can lift them up in prayer. I know that God knows. I know that, you know, he takes nothing for granted and nothing is made light of with him. I know that even though I don't, I can't sometimes relate to what it is they're walking through, I still know that it's real for them. And because I know that it's real for them, I know that it is real and it's important to my father. So I know where to go. You know what I'm saying? It's like, Daddy, I have to give this to you because I have no clue how to deal with it. You know, um, my, my psyche, my emotions don't operate in the same way as some people. You know, we're all, we're all unique in that, you know, does not make mine wrong or, or right or vice versa, doesn't make theirs wrong or right. It just means that there is a difference. There's a difference. There's different coping mechanisms. I've always, I've always had to be that one, even in the midst of my own trauma, even in the midst of me just trying to hold on to my own sanctity, I still had to be that one. I didn't have time to allow the, um, the issues at hand to consume me because I've always had children. I've always had responsibility. I've always had things that I had to deal with. And because of that, it's just like, you know, suck it up and deal with it and let's go. We ain't got time to play with this. Come on. There's still things that have to be handled. You know what I'm saying? There's still people that are depending on you. I mean, I've had children since I was 14 years old, so I've been responsible for life. I'll be 64 this year. I'm still responsible for life. I'm still the the where the the rubber meets the road. If something is going on, if something's wrong at my home, it stops with me. If you know what I'm saying, if something needs to be paid and others can't, I still got to deal with it. So I'm just used to being that person that has to um to to shoulder responsibility. So for me, I don't have time to give in to, to feelings of depression or whatever. I'm not saying I don't have them. Because there are times definitely that I, I feel overwhelmed, but I don't have time to entertain the feelings. It's just like, you know, you deal with it for a few minutes and then it's like, okay, you know, let's go. I mean, it, it's like one of my one of my, my biggest stories to, to that fact is the night my mother passed, you know. Um, that was devastating for me because, you know, for the first time in my life, I'll never forget it. My house was full of people, but I had never felt so alone in my life. And I, I remember that feeling of just, oh, my God, you know, now what? I, I felt totally alone. And I remember um, the person that was probably the closest to our family, 
I used to call him like my surrogate dad, you know, because he was the one that you called when anything went wrong because he handled our apartments and the stores and all of that that. And I remember him coming, and I had not shed a tear. I was still, like, kind of very shook, but I hadn't cried or anything. And when I saw him, it was almost like, you know, you just wanted to exhale. I just felt that I could trust him with my feelings and my emotions I was feeling that mo- at that moment. And I remember walking into his arms and the tears broke. And he said to me, now is not the time. You've got too much to do. And at that moment, every tear dried up, I sucked it up, and it was like, all right, let's go. Let's do what we got to do. So, so that's been my makeup all my life. It has just been just deal with it, you know. Um, I can break down later, but right now I got something to do, you know. So because that's my makeup, I don't always understand, and sometimes I probably don't have the empathy that I probably should for others when they're going through. But at the same time, it's like I know who can be there. I know who I can lead a person to. I know who has the 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 empathy to do to deal with and and who is always there, you know, who can strengthen, who can bring comfort. You know, for me when things are trouble, I wrap myself up in projects. I I, I wrap myself up in work. I find something to be busy about. I don't allow myself just to sit around to sulk or to deal. Um, but that's me. That's that's how I cope. I just, you know, I've I'm a workaholic anyway, so it's really easy for me to get involved in in projects. I have a new project now that I'm working on dealing um, with, you know, just promoting getting out and early voting. And the thing with with John Lewis, it really, it, it affected me in a very profound way because it was like a general left this earth. But there's got to be those of us that are willing to pick up the mantle and keep it going. So it's just like, okay, well, Lord, where what's my part in this? You know, we all have a part to play in situations that are going on in this earth realm right now. I've said that on many of our shows. You know, pray, ask God, where do you fit into this? Maybe it's not to pick it, but, you know, you definitely can encourage people to vote. You can encourage people to get out there and vote early so that our rights to vote is not stolen from us, that we can still rise above what is trying to be perpetrated against us. We can, we can beat them at their own game. It's just like, you know, that's how my mind works. But likewise, I understand that's not how everybody functions. I get it. You know, everybody can't just suck it up. Everybody can't let it go. I remember even my son, you know, he was in need of counseling. He's still in need of counseling, God help. But, you know, I remember the first time we took him to the counselor, and he said to the counselor, he said, my mother and my sister know how to let things go and keep moving, and I don't understand why I can't do that. And it was like, that was profound for me because I had never thought of it in those terms, you know? Um, he's like, I don't know how to do that. And, and I need to know, you know what I'm saying, how to do that. He holds on to everything. He internalizes everything. And because of that, it has had a, pro- a profound effect on his emotions. 
and and his psyche and how he deals with it. And and to be quite honest, I can I've done this. I've went back in in my mind and I've thought back to his childhood. And he's always internalized things. He's always been a thinker, but he overthinks things. His mind doesn't shut off. And because of that, things get blown out of proportion that, you know, could have been handled very easily. Or if you just let it go and move on, you know what I'm saying, your life is not in turmoil. But because he just replays it and it regurgitates over and over and over again, so then things become monumental. And he does not get past things. And I don't know how to, and I, I said it to him, you know, let it go. I mean, you know, just to regurgitate it over and over again does no good. It's in the past. You cannot do anything about what has passed. You know, now it's time to look to the future and let's move toward the future. But everybody doesn't know how to do that. So I'm saying all of this to say this, that this is a very difficult time. Um, Just because you're told you shouldn't go anywhere, now you want to (laughs) go. Okay, like you said, it was like you hardly went anywhere before, but now because you know you shouldn't go, now it's like, okay, I want to go. You know, I want to do this. I want to do that. You know, and and it's just really, if if we stop and look and we think about um, our mindset in the midst of this, we recognize and understand that it's a play on our psyche. It really, really is. So what we have to do First and foremost, as I said in the opening statement, we first and foremost have to make sure our focus is on the Lord. Daddy, how do I get past this? Daddy, help me. Help my heart. Help me to release. Help me to see things through your eyes. And then help me to become a part of the solution instead of all, instead of continually focusing on the problem. And I think that's, that's a big place to start because it's like, are we in the midst of a pandemic? Yep. Um, do we have some really, really crazy things going on in our country right now? Yep. Um, do we have crazy people out there that are spreading disease that really don't care because they're too busy fighting for their right not to cover themselves, not to wear a mask? Yes. We have all of these different things going on. Do we have issues within our family? Yes. Do we have breakdowns in relationships? Yes. But those are the problems. Those are the problems. Now, flip the script. How do I become a solution? God created us to be an answer to the problems. How do I become a solution to the problem instead of just focusing on the problem? Focusing on the problem will drive you absolutely out of your mind. It will have your emotions upside down constantly. So flip the script. How can I help facilitate a solution to the issue? Change your, per, your perspective. Change how you're viewing the situation. Change how you view the other person. If you're in the midst of a relationship and all you're seeing is the negative in somebody else, then that relationship is doomed. But there's good and bad in each and every one of us. Excuse me, let me flip the script and look at the bad that's in me and let me work on me and let me trust that God's going to work on you. Because change has to start with me. So so you, I hope I'm making sense. It's like change your perspective of what's going on. Not just problem, 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 problem. The world is so crazy. The world is turned upside down. People are so evil. Yes, yes, and yes. But now, 
How can you look at the man in the mirror and effect change starting with yourself? And then how can you be utilized to help be a solution to help others affect change? And that's, you know, that's, that's kind of, that's why, you know, you're like, how are you? I'm excellent. I'm excellent because I'm focusing on how can I be a part of the solution? It's just me. But guess what? Just me can make a difference. Just me has a voice. Just me has a vote. Just me was created by the Lord God Almighty to be something or somebody in this earth realm to make a difference. If I couldn't make a difference, there's no reason why I'm here. So we flip the script. Daddy, where do I begin? And you know what? Pam, it starts in your prayer closet. It starts in your devotional time. It starts with what what are you feeding yourself? What are you putting into your system? What are you looking at? Are you looking at the news all day long and letting it consume you and all it is is, is that? Are you on social media and allowing that to consume you and all you can deal with is all the banter going back and forth and the evil that people are perpetrating on other people? Is that your focus? Is that what you're eating? Or are you in the word? Are you getting books? I just I just finished a 40-day prayer challenge with a friend of mine. Um, we've had this book called Draw the Circle, and it was a 40-day prayer challenge. And every morning we get up, 5.30 in the morning, we get on the phone with one another, we discuss the lesson for that day, and we pray. Because we're trying to evolve and elevate our relationship with God, trying to get that focus to where it is not just woe with me. It is just not, I mean, we're both, we both have very, very strenuous um, jobs. She owns her own company. She's a consultant for the company I work for. We all, we have heavy responsibilities on us. But what I have found over these 40 days, that if I am making it a conscious part of my life to arise early in the morning, just as Christ did, our elder brother, just as his example, to rise early in the morning and get with my father, it makes a world of difference. And then when I get before him, I'm listening for his voice to listen to his voice. I need to hear you, Daddy. I need to know what is my focus for today. I need to know what do you want me to loose in this atmosphere today? What do you want me to speak out into the earth realm today? Because when I pray, I want to be praying your will. I want to be speaking forth what you desire, not mine. Because guess what? If I'm in your will, I'm good. Because you're going to make sure everything that I need is supplied. So, Daddy, how can I be the answer to your prayer today? How can I be a part of your will today? Because that's why I'm here. I didn't, I, we say this all the time, and you know that. I didn't pop up in this earth realm just because mom and daddy laid down. I don't even know who, who my biological mother is and just found out who my biological father was this year. And guess what? He was a pistol, so who are we? Okay? It really wasn't about them. It was about God had purpose for me. That's why I'm here. God has purpose for you. 
to our listeners, God has purpose for you. So as long as you are in that woe is me frame of mind and all you're doing is regurgitating over and over again what's wrong, over and over again what was done to you in the past, over and over again, you will never be able to step up and fulfill the purpose for which you were created because you will stay in that perpetual circle of emotional upheaval. Like I said before, he never said you weren't going to go through. He said quite the opposite. In this world, you shall have trials and tribulations. He was straight out honest with you. But his next words were, but be of good cheer because I have overcome the world. So, yeah, I can say I'm excellent because I know he has already overcome whatever it is that I'm going through. Do I have issues and problems in my life right now? You better believe it. But guess what? You already promised me you've overcome them. So I just need to trust you and walk in what you, how you lead me. And I know if you've overcome it, I've overcome it because I'm in you. I'm not fighting for the victory. I'm fighting from the place of victory. And, and, and trust me, sis, I have to tell myself this on the regular. So please hear me. I don't have it all together. Like I said, it's not that I don't go through the changes. I don't go through little periods of downness and periods of like I just don't want to move. I do. But I don't allow them to consume me and keep me there. It's like, uh-uh, nope, 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 nope. Well, where's my word? Daddy, what, what did you say in your word? What did you promise me? You made a blood covenant with me that I can stand on? And I'm a member, I'm a member of your family. I am a citizen of the kingdom of heaven before I'm a citizen of this earth realm. So why am I tripping? Let me get my butt up and get busy. That's right. I love everything you just said. And I'm so grateful that you did say it. I'm 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 coming to this place, you guys, to let you know that it does come. You can fight it, you and it can be gone for a while, but it'll come back. That's what the enemy wanna use during these times right now to confuse you, to stop you from your destiny and your true blessings, is to make you feel complacent or depressed or suppressed and doubtful and wondering, is it going to be all right? Wondering, is it going to get better? Yes, I go through it. But just like what my sister, what Elder said, you have to have a plan, you guys. Know that you have to have a strategy. Whether it's getting up in the morning at 4 or 5, God may call you to get up at 3, May 6. No, I can't get up at that time, Tanya. Oh, ain't no way. What's important to you? Mm-hmm. Because exactly. I'll tell you what, exactly. you know, and we've said a lot of times, you won't get to work on time because if you keep being tardy, they're going to write you up. And if they keep writing you up, you're going to lose your job. You don't want to lose your job. Exactly. So and where, you find a way where does to muster up the strength to do that. <laughs> right. And it takes a lot to get up. Even when that alarm clock say don't get up, you're like, oh, God. Uh, oh, my God. I got I got to do it. I, I got to be there on time. What's your importance? Where is your heart right now? Because let me tell you mm-hmm. something. We have to get ready and be prepared so when God says, you got to leave this, come follow me. Mm-hmm. Are you willing okay. to give it up? 
Are you willing to drop it down? Who are you going to take with you? I've been listening mm. to words and messages, and I hear the Lord speaking to me each and every moment. Concentrate on what's ahead of you. How do I do that, Tanya? Well, one, sis, elder just told you just how she gets up in the morning and how she has to make it be. The reason why you go to work is because you have bills, but you pray because you need faith, and you pray because you mm. need him to cover you, and you pray because you need that word in your life. That's your paycheck and your spirit. I, I realized something. Man, there was a time I was in the word, 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 and the word was God. And after a while, you don't feel like you need to get back in it again because you know it is in you. But there's new mm. strategies and new things that come up. You need to get back into that word again. Right. Because I right. guarantee you that God will give you a different interpretation of what you had back then, back in the um, in uh, 1999 when Prince was talking about it, then 2000, mm. one, two, three, as it goes. Now it's 2020. I remember going to church. Mm. Never forget, could not wait to tear the doors down for New Year's Eve. Seeing what Pastor was talking about, 2020, seeing things clearly. And I'm like, Lord, I want to see things more clearly. I'm going into 2020. Mm -hmm. We're going to start this year off. And I guarantee you, nobody but the ones right now in the White House and everywhere else knew what was really going to go down. We didn't. We didn't have a clue. Mm -hmm. Not it's a like clue. you fighting a fight and you think you winning and somebody throw a towel in there and, it's, and hold up the other person's hand. And you're going, what? Wasn't I winning? Mm -hmm. What happened? Yep, what, what happened? What happened? Wasn't yep. I beating him? Mm -hmm. He didn't have a strategy? Mm -hmm. I was waking up every morning, going to the gym on time. Oh, my God, I was eating better, and now I'm not. Oh, my God, mm -hmm. I, I thought my marriage was getting better, and now it's getting worse. Oh, my God, I thought mm -hmm. my child was getting better, but now she's still acting crazy? What? Just mm -hmm. like the enemy is trying new strategies to keep you bound, you need to get in your word and ask God to show you different strategies to get over on the enemy. Right. He will right. do anything he can with your help, with your whatever. Oh, my gosh, you guys, I love to cook. Since you know I do. So during this yes, time, I do. found myself just cooking and eating and doing everything the Lord is saying, what you doing? Mm. And I'm like, I'm bored. Read a book. I got... Pick up your word. Well, see, I don't mm. come talk to me. Mm. Mm. All we're saying is this: it's not saying that you won't fight, you won't face opposition mm -mm. in your life. It's not saying I didn't talk about. Uh, yeah, I didn't talk about emptiness to, for you, whoever is feeling this, to continue to feel in your emptiness. I want to talk about it because I know that it exists, and I know that it still does because I go mm -hmm. there. But mm -hmm. I thank God because guess what? In year 2000, I probably would have been crying right now and would have missed the show if there was a show then and, and don't want to talk because I was so defeated. But mm -hmm. I thank God for every moment that I see that when I go to him and I cry to him and I lift my hands and tell him to take my hands, he does. Mm -hmm. And he leads me on. There's so many things right now, you guys, you don't have to have, if you don't have seminars to go to, you can get on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, whatever. You can still be. Sis, you have a motivational word for everybody every day. 
You can get onto Elder's page, listen to something positive, listen to someone that has something positive to say. If you are still hanging around the same ones that ain't talking about nothing different, run! If you're Mm -hmm. still hanging around the ones that don't want to see a change in you, run! Because what you don't know is sometimes people pray on your emptiness, your weakness, and your pain. Yeah, it's the way that that. they feel better about them. It's the way that they can say that they're this or they're that over you. Mm-hmm. But I mm-hmm. promise you something. The best way is standing your word and trusting God. Lord, I don't know how to do this. He wants you to say mm-hmm. that so he can take over. He wants you to say, I'm, I'm, I'm so empty. I won't. Thank you, woman at the well. I was so glad you finally arrived. In spite of everything, I wanted to fill your cup. Lord, I can't yeah. see. I lost my way. Thank you, man, at the gate of beautiful. I'm so glad that you finally realized you couldn't see anymore. You were spiritually blind. Mm-hmm. I want to make you see again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know what to do. Take this affliction from me. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I was just so glad you mm-hmm. finally said that because see that affliction? That's what's making you keep near me. So I won't take that away right now, okay? Hmm. I want to keep that there because that's what keeps you close to me. See, you thought it was because I didn't love you, but I kept it there because I knew every time that I ache, I twisted a little bit or caused it to hurt a little bit, you're going to stay closer to me. Father, I don't know what to say. Thank you. Even though you have a stuttering tongue and you don't know what to do, I'm going to send someone with you to show you the words to say. Mm. You don't feel like that everything that we're going through now, someone in the Bible has gone through it? Okay. Lord, I'm just saying, and that's why it's in there for our example. Right. Let me tell you something. I was listening to you, Jason. she, she, her daughter was. He said was coming over, you know, so she can learn how to minister from him. And he said, on your way, pick up a puzzle. What kind of puzzle? Just pick up a puzzle. I don't care, five, fifth grade puzzle, whatever. And so he came over and he was like, you see this puzzle? She was like, I didn't come over here for this, Dad. Came over here to learn how to preach, basically. And he said, well, it, everything that you need starts here. Well, why do you think they show you a picture on the box of the puzzle? So they can show you what it's going to look like wow. when it's done. <clears throat> so wow. God gives you the illustration of the Holy Word. Just like since you, you begin to say, okay, let me give you my stand first before we start getting in this conversation because I'm letting everybody know right now. Mm-hmm. We're ain't we we're going to talk about this, but we ain't going to stay in this state. We're going to talk about Mm-mm. this because we know it exists, but let me tell you how you're going to come out of it. See, you, you mm-hmm. may feel like mm-hmm. that right now, but let me tell you what you can do. No, I'm not telling you that I ain't never been there. No, I'm not telling you that I have it all together. I'm just letting you know that sometimes when you in the wilderness, you can't entertain being in the wilderness. You got to keep running and fighting to get the heck to the wilderness. No, see, what I'm telling you is, yeah, sometimes you ain't got a job right now. What am I going to do? Well, you know what? I've been there before, too. And it's very hard. But you know what? I remember saying to the Lord, oh, Father, what am I going to do? But he said, but you're still eating. I know, but Daddy, but I, somebody mm-hmm. feeds me right now, but you're still eating. Lord, but I, I don't mm-hmm. have my own, but you still got a roof over your head. Yeah, but it's somebody else's, mm-hmm. but you still got a roof over your head. 
See, don't you ever feel that sometimes even in the midst of your wilderness, know that it's something greater coming out of it. I was saying to the Lord, ooh, I'm just, ooh, what I asked for on this job, Lord, it's painting me. I had chest pains. I was like, I, I just don't know, Lord. He said, yes, you do. Because what you don't know is, no, it ain't easy, but I'm giving you the grace what you need to get through it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Lord, it's, yeah, but still, you have favor. Um, this is what's here for you. There's still provision here for you. Mm-hmm. Wait, and let's go one step further. This is what you asked for. You asked me oh, for that. I, I so didn't want to open up my me. mouth and say that part, but that's the truth. You know what? My boss came to me and she said something, and I said, what can I say? I asked for it, didn't I? So I have to deal with what mm-hmm. comes with it, and it pains me sometimes, and it hurts me sometimes. Mm-hmm. And if mm-hmm. they are so dysfunctional, but I realize I'm dysfunctional too. So he couldn't have put me on a better team. And even when mm-hmm. I rise up and I feel like I know it better, I'm like, it's something else I got to know. And even when I'm here over on this side too much and I feel like, how am I going to learn that? God says, just concentrate on what you got to learn. Take your eye off of them and put your eye on me. That's what he's taught mm-hmm. me through all this, you guys. And it's been overwhelming. It has been one of the hardest parts is to take my eye off of people and put my eye on myself. I didn't even realize wow. I had a problem with it until all this covert went down. It's like you wake up and you hmm. go, really? My new line is, is this COVID-19 crisis? Really? Is this COVID-19 that people's new attitude? Really? I believe that the the pandemic has just, I believe that the pandemic has just illuminated what was there all along. You know, it it was already there. This ain't new. What people are experiencing, what people are feeling, it's not new. It's just been illuminated because you can't sweep it under the rug anymore. Now it's blatant in your face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know what? And I'm so grateful. Like you're saying, it's just it's just so much better that God is revealing to us the truth about so many things now, and it and, including and it ourselves. It, that, that's yeah, the, yeah, that's the important yeah, part. That's the truth about who yeah, we yeah. are. I want you to know when I just said that, I just that's my main thanking God for. It's a painful fact who you were when you went to church, what you believed in, what you thought. You were when you were in church. Now you really truly see who you are when you're not there. Who you are in the community or at your job or wherever. Now you're going to see who you really are. Mm-hmm. Where you are, mm-hmm. where you fit, period. You know, I heard something today and, and a couple of days ago, and I keep sometimes when I hear something really prophetic or whatever, I keep listening to it over and over again. And I heard T.D. Jake say, the reason why God said you need new wineskins, because he can't put new wine in old wineskins, is because wine swells. So the same capacity that the wine was at before, he can't put it in the old jug because it won't fit. So what you have to understand is growth, in order to expand, it takes capacity. In order for Mm -hmm. that to happen, you have to be crushed. 
in order to be made mm-hmm. into something. And that crushing and that, it, it, and that breaking, it doesn't feel good. But know mm-hmm. that even in the midst of it all, you're coming out to be something greater than what you were before when you asked God for change. See, it's so easy yeah. to say, Lord, fix me, change me. And then you start feeling the pain. I don't want this, Lord. Take this bitter cup from me. Say, but you told me you want me to make you. You told me you wanted the greatness of my blessing. You told me that you love me, that you will follow me. You told me you believed in me and you had faith. But now that I'm crushing you to take you through the wilderness to get to the promised land, now you're telling me it's too much? Mm-hmm. See, understand something. It's time out for those pity parties, you guys. It's time out for those old battles that we've been fighting. It's so time out for all that old past stuff. It's time out for playing the victim. It's time out for all that because we are the victors. Just like what Elder said, and I wanted to tell you, I couldn't even speak. I felt like that for the last couple of days, you guys, empty. But I thank God for moments such as this that I know that God has filled my cup again. Mm-hmm. And I'm mm-hmm. going to keep getting on empty because, see, when you keep giving out, when it's uh, God's will and you keep giving and you keep speaking and you keep um, um, lifting up and you keep encouraging, you're going to get empty. When you yeah. keep taking care yeah. of someone that you love that's sick, you're going to get empty. Exactly. When you keep you're striving towards that destiny, you're going to get empty. Yeah. But at least you know where you can go, where there's water that will never run out. And it's not the water from the faucet that can fill you up. Have, have you ever been, sis, at a point one time, you guys, have you ever been thirsty? And you drinking everything, milk, orange juice, lemon, everything in the refrigerator, and you going, I can't get my, I'm, I'm just so thirsty. I can't satisfy my but thirst. you drink everything but water, which is what you but need. But you, you drink everything, everything but, but you water. Yeah. You drink yeah. soda, orange juice, milk, coffee, everything, and you steal. And all of a sudden, the key was your water. Mm-hmm. I'm here to say mm-hmm. to you, airy is your breath. The air that you breathe is your breath that God has given you. The fire that burns is your spirit. Earth is your body. Water is your blood. And remember that, that God created you from the earth, and the earth is where you return, but it's where you came. He's given us all the tools that we need. And let me just say this, sis. I heard T.D. Jake said, a lot of people go to church because they just want a feel-good message. Mm-hmm. Very few people anymore have gone to church because they seek in deliverance and change. Mm-hmm. So that's the question mm-hmm. right now I want to say to you when you're feeling in this time of complacency or emptiness. Are you feeling empty right now because when you went to church, you were just seeking something to feel good about? Because if you're seeking change, that same well, that same God, that same word, that same answer is right where you are. 
in your kitchen, yeah. in your living room, in your bedroom, in your car, on your job, in your circumstances. Please believe me. I'm not telling you it's He's easy, right but I'm saying, mm-hmm. but it's worth the fight. It's yeah. worth yeah. the fight. Absolutely. So find your importance and find God in the midst of everything that you're going through. It's okay sometimes when people don't call you. That's the time you need to give with God. Turn off the TV and just sit wherever you are and go, I I don't even know what to say. But I know Mm -hmm. I I need you. I don't even I don't even want to say anything because see everything I've said I put my foot in my mouth everything I prayed it seemed like I prayed against myself Lord not for me but I if you would Thy will be done oh man I'm telling you that just lights up the heavens I truly believe when He hears that coming out of our mouths Thy will be done yeah. He just yeah. gets so excited really Woo-hoo, let me do it now finally I didn't have to fight mm-hmm. you to give it to you. Hmm. Meet him where you are Meet him where you are right now Because you don't have to be depressed or suppressed Only if you want to be I promise you it is a state of mind Depression is a Mm -hmm. state of mind And when God put people around you to bring you out Find your way out and fast I love you guys Amen, amen. So important. So we're down to like five minutes left in the show. So, sis, why don't you pray for the people? Wow, I'm praying right now in the name of Jesus. For all the suppressed, depressed, all the ones that feel lost right now, all the ones that feel like they have no one right now. Your family's not around. Your kids are gone. Maybe no one on your job you feel like takes care of. But there's a God who cares for you. I mean, there's a God who loves you. Seek ye the kingdom of God first and all his righteousness. And everything else will come. Slow yeah. your mind down and slow your thoughts down and receive him. Tell him that you're nothing without him. And mm. without him, you cannot be. You cannot exist. And I truly believe in my heart that's a prayer that would change your life forever. I love you guys. Stay encouraged. Be encouraged. There's too much Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. There's negative stuff, but you can pull out the positive of it too. There's so many people right now you can seek after and search after. Elder Claude is one of them on her page. Pastor Deontay Atkinson, Pastor Seneca Atkinson. There's many other ministers out there that you can go on their page and seek comfort in this time of need. You're not alone. And don't ever feel like you are because there's too much time and too much that you have communication. And we're praying that God will lead you to this in the name of Jesus and comfort you in this time of covert. And we love you. Please be encouraged. Same time. Same time channel. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Well, that's that's our show for today. We thank and praise God 
Um, our, our desire, our greatest desire, as always, is to see our audience um, whole, healed, delivered, set free, no longer under the yoke and the bondage of sin, of depression, of all the different things that the enemy would try to keep you entangled in. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down vain imaginations and every thought that would exalt itself over the will and the ways of God. Please know that if you are having um, depressive thoughts, if you are battling with emotional issues, if you are battling with addictions within your body, whatever it is that you are battling with, know that you serve a true and a living God whose greatest desire is to see you delivered, set free, and made whole. Please reach out to him. Please trust him. Please align yourself with his word. I said this earlier, listen for his voice so you can listen to his voice. Hear him in the midst of all that you're going through. Align yourself with what his word is teaching you. He is not a hard taskmaster. He said that his yoke is easy and his burden is light. He said that because it is easy to trust him if you will just open yourself up to him. Like Tanya just said, one of the greatest things he loves to hear is not my will but thine be done because then you release him to have control in your life and to loose his ministering angels to go ahead of you, to make the crooked way straight, to provide for you, to defeat the enemy. Remember when Daniel prayed those 21 days and and the answer to his prayer came, the angel came and he said, I was dispatched the first day you prayed, but the prince of Persia tried to keep me at bay and I Come had on. to call for Michael, the archangel. Come on. And Michael came. Yeah. And he and he helped me, and he. So therefore, yes. I'm here today to deliver this to you. Remember, you Come have on. backup, but you've got to call for the backup. You cannot stay isolated and stay in this place of of aloneness and think that you have no help. Call for your backup. Your backup it will be found in Jesus. Your backup will be found yes. in the Father. So don't yeah. ever think that because you may feel alone that you are alone. Feelings are subject to change. Never forget huh. that. Feelings are not permanent emotions. They are subject to change. And a lot of times our feelings are dictated by what we are going through at that appointed time. Do not allow something that is a temporary situation cause you to lose out and miss the blessings that God has for you. So we pray that you have been encouraged today and that you will allow the spirit of the living God to work in you and through you and deliver you from whatever it is that you are going through. To him be all the glory and the honor. In yes. Jesus' name, we decree it so. Jesus name. so. Amen and thank God. We will be with you, Lord willing, same God channel, same God time next time. week. God bless you. We love you love guys. You, sis. Love you, sis. Have a blessed one. Let's keep it real.